Okay, uh, let's just finish off a small piece here. Go to page Kuflam and Gimel. We began last week the Sugya of Chol uh, Yisrael, which will be on for a while. Then we have Gvina, butter, all sorts of Just stay milchiks, please, for the next few months. And we'll be able to... Uh, thank you. Okay. Uh, we're going to go to the Biurim in a moment to talk about the powdered milk, which is extremely nagea. A lot of people don't realize that, but just I'm going to finish off the Sifkat Navi. Go three lines down. In the Chagas Ben Yamin, Ayin Biurim, page Kuflam Gimel. Can we see that? Ayin Biurim, Ashkaz Ben Yafkas Cholov, Yavi Bechlag Zeru, which we'll get to in a minute. That's the powdered milk. Veda, Shemavag Zeru, Cholov Akum, Od Gazel Chamal Gvinosam, which we're not going to get to now. Just a heads up. Gvina is the cheese is a separate gzeiru with completely different reasons. So separate that it's pretty clear from the sugi, and this is interesting, that they didn't make a gzeiru, even a gzeiru of cholavakum. The cheese is not usur because it has cholavakum in it, which you would say, well, I don't need a separate gzeiru for gvina. It's usur anyway. That's not the reason. As we'll explain, even if it was chalvisrol, the gvina zaser. But Tom, this is Eb Neishia Dakam Lam and a gvina bar kevas behentam. A number of reasons in the Gemara. There's only one of them. They used to, and uh, this is a whole separate sif. They used to uh, make the cheese by putting in either the enzyme from the cow's stomach or a slice of the cow's stomach, which got the milk going to make it into cheese. Uh, today, often in the American side, these artificial rennet, the real rennet is still used, though, in many parts of the world. And it's a low plug anyway, but we're going to get back to that in a couple of months. Uh, shehi, and this is a novella. They didn't shech this cow first before they used the stomach. Shehi, novella, venivla, tama, novella, secha, Of course, you're all jumping out of your seat asking, Akashi, you need a, we have an extra safer here? Uh-huh. Um, you're all, uh, you're all jumping out and saying, why do we need a Because they use the tray for stomach. If they use any stomach, it's fleshiks and the milk is milchiks. I know you all want to ask that, and it's a good kasha. We're not going to get to it now. It's, when we get to Gavina, we'll discuss it, but that's an obvious kasha. Why are, you, why are we worried about a tray for stomach of a tray for cow to be worried about a fleshik stomach of a glob kosher cow making possible chalav? Well, it's a good kasha, and that's uh, a shame we'll get to it. Well, if they, there are two ways to use it, actually. Sometimes they just scrape the enzymes out, uh, which is a lot better, and sometimes they just chopped up, they carved up the stomach, the stomach in, yeah. One of the reasons why they asked it, and they made a little plug. So even if you have chalvi soul, still going to be treif, and it happens to be, I didn't answer my original question, what do you need a separate Gezeira Gavina? It's going to be also because it's made of if you're buying Gavina Sakam. The answer is, in Niflis Aberi, uh, you can't take Chazar milk or Hearst milk or any tray for milk and make it into cheese. It doesn't work. Only kosher milk can be made into cheese. That's Gezeiras, Sheshis, Mebrashis from the Bainish Lone. Interesting. Uh, fact of uh, Hashem, I can think of many reasons why Hashem designed it that way, but that's the way Hashem designed it. So, you really can't, a good litmus test to figure out whether something is chalov kasha or chalov tameh is try making it into cheese. And that's not the problem. The problem is they made a separate gazer and treat cheese because of this reason and many other reasons, but Mr. Shem will get to it later. Uh, let's go to the powdered milk. As I mentioned to you last week, powdered milk is a huge 
commodity today. It's used in, you start reading the labels of some of the stuff you eat. It's in most of the commercially baked products. I'm talking about big national brands. Uh, Entenmann's, which is Chal of Stam, but it's Chal of Stam, it's OUD because they're putting powdered milk in there. It's more economical. There are many mileage to using powdered milk. It's uh, de- definitely cheaper and uh, stores better and all sorts of mileage. And in the commercial baking industry and many, many other products, not just baked products, uh, you will find powdered milk. It's surprising. Like, if you're not looking for it, you're not holding the sugya. Like, why would these powdered milk? What happened to the fresh stuff? But it's being used a tremendous amount. And the question is, if Chalav Akum is Asr, is there any heter for powdered milk? And why should there be a heter? Uh, as I mentioned, I'll mention that more clearly now, as we start going through the sugya, we're going to go through our Meshachuva and those who argue uh, whether in America and in civilized countries uh, the milk should be mutter or not. Uh, bear in mind that like anything you want to take on, there might be a couple of people listening on the phone, on Skype, on uh, wherever you might be, who uh, don't keep Chal Yisrael in America. They rely on Ramesh Hetter. And those who are thinking of being Machmir uh, sometimes are nervous too because they think, well, once I'm locked in, I'm locked in. So first of all, if you ever want to take on a Hidder, Sabalin Hedder, See if you can get used to it first. And the second thing you have to keep in mind, and I say this because it's going to be a chadar season within the next few weeks. This stuff is starting to reach the market. Yasha and chadash, which I, I've spoken about and shared a little bit. We never did the sugi inside, so also sugi that we have to get to Mitzvah Hashem, uh, is much more severe than Ramesh's kula on the chal of Akum, or chal of our companies. Sashayavan is a derisa. The menigla deri deris was to be mekel because they would starve. Because nobody stockpiled wheat in Europe. They'd be happy if they had enough to make it through the day. And whatever came to market was consumed, and it was usually chadash. And chadash is also till you bring the carbonimer or till <coughs> Pesach comes around, if you don't have a carbonimer. And the minig was always lahokal, barring a few big tzaddikim who were machmer. Uh, it was very, very difficult. And we can't imagine the poverty and the starvation in Europe on a daily basis. Uh, no, but if you make it, you got to have something to make it with. The hetter was not bekochne fashis. I'm, I'm just showing how difficult it was. Uh, they could eat potatoes. The hetter was that well, a few possible attain the bachels. It doesn't apply to grain from Goyim. That's a huge hetter. Come out on the achronim agree. See them a very make a lot of yamazeh as we speak on chadash because there's a maseret the Baal Shemtiv held uh, was malamit was very happy that the bachels malamit Yisrael and. Um, sort of gave its extra stamp to that heter, so even when it's available, many of them are mekel, that's the messiah. But the Bach said it, and he was a very minority opinion. And then the Ramah talks about a sfexveka, you don't know it's from this year, from last year, and it's a suffix, and he has another suffix, and Shaila is it a real sfexveka. And there are other such uh, discussions, they're trying to try to be after the mini lahokal. And the mini clearly was lahokal till, till now, I would say till 20 years ago when it started making a comeback. And now most people are still mekel, but many are machmir because it's available. You can read the Cheerios box and know where everything is from, and it's a chadash guide. And it's very, as most bakeries today in Muncie and New York area and Chicago and big cities, uh, everything is yashon. Uh, the pizza places, and it's amazing what we have now. It's all 10, 20 years old. So I mentioned to people when they asked me about yashon, I said, it's not all or nothing. Tefillin is all or nothing. Even that, if you put on the shayat now to show it. <laughs> Trillin, all the parshas that fill in is all or nothing in each box. Something's all or nothing. If you're taking on a hidr, even though it's not such a 
big chumrah because Maker Adin, the Chadash is really usher, the Machaber. The Machaber on the daft, Paskins, the Chorman, the Ramah, also is Machmer, just trying to be Measure the Minig. And the Shach and the Tad, everybody's really Machmer, just for generations, they're trying to be Measure the Minig. With that said, we want to take it on. I know people took it on, they only keep Yashon in the house, out of the house. They, uh, now, that sounds, that's an, sounds a little funny to us. There were, there were Jews in America only keep kosher in the house, and when they go out to eat, they don't, which is probably still better than nothing, but this, everything's kosher, just Shabbos going to be machmer. So what I'm trying to say is not all or nothing. And the same thing with, with Chal Yisrael. There are people who are used to, um, I don't know, haagen You've heard of them? An ice cream company? Never heard of them. I'm getting a lot of blank stares. Okay. Yes. There's a company in Europe, haagen they make ice cream. You deal with Gif Shit, a bunch of Prushim. Everybody's aesthetically, you know, they don't really. Uh, so, um, so, they, uh, so one guy told me, he said he loved to accept Chal Yisrael, but uh, Hagadas is not up for negotiation right now, unfortunately, due to his Lo Madre guy. So, it doesn't have to be up for negotiation. You can keep Chal Yisrael and everything else and eat your Hagadas. Uh, he looked at me like I had two heads. He never heard of such a preposterous. <laughs> said, Either I keep it or I don't. I said, no. I said, halachas, you got to keep, and you have no choice, and if you don't, you're not Vayan. This, uh, from Meshul was Mekel, even they said you should try to be Machmer, a Bentarish Machmer, whatever the, whatever the version of the truth is, uh, you could take on partial at home, you can keep it all the time, except when you go to mother in laws, so it shouldn't have a canary, you know, different, the Shalom Bayes issues, you know. And uh, I know one family, they keep calling this all Mamishtark, except for once a year when they go to Hershey, Pennsylvania. I can't figure out what Ma'in in Hershey, Pennsylvania to Chal Stam. They haven't let me in on that secret yet, but they told me once a year they go to Pennsylvania and they don't keep it. Okay, so everybody has their own, uh, their own Mishigasin. And uh, you know what? Uh, I don't, I hope Hershey's using powdered milk. That's, uh, that's pretty scandalous. Hershey's is using powdered milk? I think I heard that, that chocolate doesn't. That's scandalous. Next, you're going to tell me apple pie is not made out of apples. <laughs> it's milk chocolate powder. Really? <laughs> Fine Swiss chocolate is also like that? I mean, look on the bar. Say, somebody let me know tomorrow. I'm very disillusioned. What's going to be next? Okay. Um, okay, so then this is even more okay than I thought. What we're about to read. Okay, check that out. You'll let me know. Uh, but all I'm trying to say is, that as we discuss this, nobody should get nervous because a we're not going to press any particular agenda. We just to lay out the sugya. And b if you want to try to be machmer, say some chuvah should be machmer. By the way, we take on other chumas also. Say some chuvah is coming, but it's not an all or nothing deal. If it's a chumah, you can take on partial, and uh, and whatever you do is is wonderful. With that said, let's go to the powdered milk. Halav shachava aser. It's the uh, second dibamaschal uh, on page kuflam at beis. Avram, did they sell this uh, safer out there? Because we could ship you one. Uh, did they sell the safer? Do you have a safer? We could ship you one. Not yet. I Not yet. Okay. We got somebody get uh, snail mail to uh, get one there. Okay. They have mail. They have mail in Rochester. Yeah. <laughs> Also, we got three lines at the bottom. This is uh, a very well-known. It's always interesting how heterim spread, because I've had many people ask me uh, over the years: "Is, is uh, they thought the powdered milk is mutter?" I said, "Really? Where'd you get that idea?" I sort of like play along. They said, well, "Wasn't there a big place in the Sol? See Pesach Frank?" I said, "It happens to be yes." They don't know any other pesachim from See Pesach Frank, but uh, he has two very famous pesachim. Uh, both he has many psalms. He was a guy in He was he was considered one of the pesukim in his in, in his dar. Uh, he has two famous psalms 
which um, uh, one is the pattern milk, which the Chaznish argues on, and as do many others. It's a minority opinion. It's entitled to the opinion. It's a minority opinion. We'll explain where he's coming from. Before I get to it, I just don't want to forget, his second famous psak uh, was that you can have tzitzis made out of synthetic fibers, the beged, as long as you, and I think I mentioned this once, but I'm constantly bump, bumping into people with air-conditioned tzitzis, which Ramesha holds as a brachal of atol and puzzle and absolutely no key whatsoever. That's mesh. No, it's mesh. I'm talking about the air-conditioned mesh. There's one company that makes air-conditioned cotton, but most of the mesh is, is uh, synthetic, is uh, nylon, rayon, acetate. And, and I'll explain to you, although we might, I might have to, <laughs> we might start this beer in tomorrow if I explain it, but it's very important because I'm constantly bumping into people. I don't mean bumping into people, literally bumping into people. Most people don't ask a shayla. I'm standing there talking to a guy who's asking a shayla, and I see there's a mesh ticking out of his shirt. That's hard to figure out. So then I answer the shayla, and I said, by the way, once you're here, I'm sure you... Would want to know this, uh, the tzitzis you're wearing, according to Amesha, are a puzzle, and there's no kiyam whatsoever, and it's a brochel of Atala. And then usually they're sorry they asked the first shayla. Uh, but uh, I can't help it, I can't look at you, I can't stand that. See, he said, he said, usually they get very annoyed. So, Who's giving the hasher on this? I said, It's a hasher from Eitz Israel, and they're relying on Tzip Pesel Frank. He said, Oh, Baruch Hashem, he always loved Tzip Pesel Frank. Never heard of him before I mentioned this. But uh, so Tzip Pesel Frank was a, was a guy in Islam. It's a little bit mudna for an American. Who follows our Moshe's coolers? One thing for sure: if the guy is drinking chal of stam and wearing those tzitzis, he's in big trouble. That I can tell you now, because then he's got nowhere to turn. He's drinking the milk as he's wearing the tzitzis. So it's a little bit mudna for a guy to all of a sudden he make him put on tzitzis. The the the, the it's not fair to the consumer. They just don't know. That's why it's important to speak these things out. They just don't know what they're buying. It has a hechsher and uh, they think that it's fine. Hechsher is lying on a minority opinion. Um, Ramesha has a fairish tshuva where he mounts bavarns the shita. There's a fairish mission that says if you have a beggar made out of leather, it's not chayiv and tzitzis. That's the Mishnah. So, Ratzipasa Frank says if you make the two ways to make a garment out of synthetic material, synthetic material is by and large plastic. So you, they take sheets, and these plants are very interesting. If you ever see the production, it's a sheet of plastic. They're cutting huge sheets made of nylon, rayon, acetate, whatever it is. And they could form it however you want into, into Begadim. And some of them really feel, uh, maybe you could tell the difference, some of them uh, feel pretty good. If you take a sheet and cut it and just cut a hole in the middle, and there's no warp and woof, there's no weaving, then it's puzzle. It's not chayv, it's a That's a Mishnah. A Tzipas Frank says that, however, if you take it in the two ways to produce it, most of them are produced the second way. If you take it and you cut it into strands, and then you reweave it like as you would a regular garment like wool and cotton and linen, then it's done to a bag, it's kosher. And Ramesha has a chuva, and he, he feels, in his opinion, it's not correct. And he has riots from other Mishnahis and Tyrus that even if you cut it up, it's no good. Obviously, it's if Mr. Frank, if he wears that chuva, would try to answer up the riots. It's a machoikis. Ramesha holds the puzzle. But he says a kula, if it's 65, or 45, let's say. 35, uh, late at night. Or let me make it easy, 51.49. He says if it's roiv, uh, natural, even if it's the 49, it's kosher and it's kosher for tzitzis. But they don't make them like that. The ones that are synthetic are... The mo- the yeah, it's usually the other way around. That's correct. That's correct. So they sell, them, they sell them stores here, and I once called the supplier. So I was getting so annoyed. They were just buying this. People are buying this. You're not to buy the buying, but they want to be in some mitzvah tzitzis. <laughs> That's the whole reason they're putting it on. 
So I called the guy and I said, you know, uh, in America, we usually follow our motion. It's an a Pesach. I go, what are you doing? He says, I don't know. They give the Hesher and Yisrael and ask the question. I'm just the importer. So I called the guy. I got to the guy in Yisrael. And he tells me, do you know who our Tzipas Frank is? I said, yeah, I know who Tzipas Frank is. That's not a Zulzul. I said, do you know who Ramesha was? So it's a little funny. It's not a contest of Tzipas and Ramesha. It's a contest this is America. I said, it's all just very, very strange. Anyway, so that's, uh, if you bump into anybody, Mesh Tzitzis could die to say something. Because they want to know. They're going the whole life wearing Tzitzis. And they're like, you know. Yeah. So I bought some today. Oh, good. Okay. I, uh, I didn't know. Yeah. Usually we do chinuch with it's the same Shiloh, the Mishabur comments when you buy sukkahs is coming up. You buy a chinuch set, don't get a lemon. Why not? The kid does no difference. The answer is that we usually assume chinuch is with the object that really works. We buy shvacha chinuch sets, but they're kosher nominally, they don't look so nice. So, if you're doing chinuch already, if you're, how old's your son? Three. Three. At three, I wouldn't panic about it because he's really not having chinuch until five. We just have an upshare, so we started at three. And then I keep getting calls from the women. My son's not toilet trained. Can I put scissors on him? Uh, because he's three, I usually tell him to wait. Because uh, it can become a bizarre. He's not really high. Chinuch really starts, we had discussed this last year, Chinuch really starts at five or six. So, nothing to panic about. If your wife is making a big deal about the bracha in the morning, I would, you know, probably get him a better pair. Look at the label first. Maybe you got one of the lucky ones. There's one company that was doing, uh, that was doing cotton. Anyway, that's, since we mentioned Tzip Hesel Frank, it's a famous psaq uh, for him. Let's go to the Afkas Cholov. So Chaz Nisho, Tzip Hesel Frank, have Machlekes, is there any wound to make is powdered milk under the Gzeira of Cholov Akam or not? And we'll discuss now why it should be, why it shouldn't be. Let's begin. Three lines at the bottom. Kos v'chaz nish. Simen memalav sifkan dalav. Everybody got it? The Afkas Cholov v'bechal Gzeira is Cholov Akam. Chaz nish is beferish. It's included Remember, I just told you, that's why I read this little piece first. Gvinus Akam has his own gzeira, but it's not because it's made from tray for milk, because he never made the gzeira in that, because he can't make it into cheese, and he can't make it the butter either. So that wasn't the reason for the gzeira. So Chaznish points out that powdered milk, the process, which we'll discuss in a minute, is unlike cheese and butter. Cheese and butter, as I mentioned, you can't make it from tray for milk, period. So it doesn't make sense to have the gzeira, point to a paskin, because no one would take chaza milk to make cheese, because what do you gain? It's just going to come out in the wash. As he explains, the hasama, taima, bibnei, shacholov, next page, tamei, eina imid. The ren is not going to work in it, it's not going to curdle, it's not going to work. Meskashali is not gavina vachema. So it won't be made into cheese, it won't be made into butter. The teva shodvar meilan insa bacholov tamei, Aval Avkas Khalov Nasa Kham. If you remember last year, I must have described to you a spray dryer. For those of you who don't remember, spray dryers are a fascinating invention. They're huge. They have a spray dryer like almost like two stories high. Obviously used in very, very sophisticated companies. A spray dryer is a very important thing to know about here in America in modern food technology. Because I overhear from people and I just being a cashier, so you know these, these things are not, but it's important for the public uh, information. People tell me, I buy powdered uh, tea, this and that. What could be wrong? It's, it's, it's iced tea um, dehydrated. What could be the problem? Besides the fact that there are a lot of flavorings in it, you can't use a spray dryer on an industrial level unless there's a hexer. Because spray dryers, I'll explain to you what they are, these huge machines, which have tremendous, tremendous intense heat, and they're used 
to, you pour liquid on the top, it's an amazing thing. Pour liquid on the top, by the time it gets to the bottom, it's a powder. Imagine how hot it is. <laughs> the water dehydrates it. By the time it gets to the bottom, it, it settles as a powder. And that's how they make a hundred different products. All the powdered drinks, coffees, teas, soups, everything is made in a spray dryer. Because they make the soup, then they spray dry it. A spray drying company will, if they're not Ashkocha, will spray dry anything. One, one mashkiach was telling me he was so upset with them because he caught them violating. He says, these guys are so dishonest. He says, if you'd bring them their mother-in-law, they'd spray dryer. I remember the guy told me that, but it was jarring. <laughs> so I said, I wouldn't go that far. That would be other charges against them. He said, these guys are so, because they're in business. They don't want to come. They just have spray dry. Their companies that are big enough, Procter & Gamble has their own spray dry, probably. But their spray dry companies are just spray dry. And you bring them whatever you want, um, clam soup, and they'll spray dry it. So you don't know what they spray down. These things are very hard to kosher, if at all, because the temperature to reach, it's complicated. There's a way to kosher them. It's very complicated. So kosher's agency has been working for decades now to try to secure companies that will go into Ashkocha and only spray dry kosher and either fleshiks or milchiks. And that's a lot for them to commit to because these are expensive machines and they've got to fill up the time of people using them all the time. So that's uh, so next time somebody says, what could be wrong with a powdered whatever, the thing is coming from is just tea. Just know that once it's powdered, it went through a spray dryer. That's, that's the first important piece of information. Let's talk about the milk. So the spray drying milk, let's assume it's under Hashkacha. One question. Yeah. Just to get the taste down, I mean, you're making clam soup. And then yeah, so they clean it. They clean it, but the Shaila's not a kashering. They're not going to want the clam juice taste in it. It doesn't go well with Lipton. Yeah, but the Shaila is, is that a kashering. Yeah, that's always the Shaila. You have that issue in every plant. They, they're interested in cleaning the machines, and when it's a cold run, sometimes we rely on them. I had, I used to set up a lot of uh, potato chip plants. Why? I'm not sure. Uh, they used to give me a lot of uh, fish and chips. I don't know why. <laughs> came out. <laughs> I started noticing a pattern after a while. So I had a lot of companies in Alaska. I was setting up salmon companies. And then they, uh, so I asked, I asked them what the patterns. The guy told me tongue-in-cheek. He says it goes well together. Uh, so so I, um, the potential companies, the big companies, have kosher lines and some dairy. So sometimes the potential is to put a D. Sometimes they put a D that's really dairy. And sometimes we weren't comfortable with the temperature on the line goes down a belt and then it's seasoned. Sometimes the belt was too hot, it was often borderline. And if it's Yatsaletisbo, they might be cleaning it very well, but they're not kashering it. It's not going to help us too much. And I remember I once sent a, sent a mashkiach, and I told him at a, one of the big three potential companies, I which one it was, either hers or one of the other ones, and I told him, and they wanted to run sour cream on a certain line, so I told him to uh, check out whether it's Yatsaletis. So he uh, calls me back. He says, I didn't feel it. I said, what do you mean didn't feel it? I said, what would you do? He says, I put my hand there. Now that's, you know, in the 1950s, that's not a bad way of doing it if you don't have any other technology. But it's not an exact science. And yes, it is. If you grab your hand back, see, he was being Mashiach. I said, are you sure this is according to it? He says, I, I think it's borderline, but I think it's under. I said, why don't you get a gun? He said, you It's an older Mashkia. They said, why? <laughs> It was just a conversation. Mommy didn't know. Like, I wanted to know why am I getting violent. Like, <laughs> so, uh, so I said, what? Uh, so he said, what, what's that going to do? I said, they have guns today. You could just point to the thing and get a temperature reading on a digital display. He said, really? So I went. I got him a real expensive one, one of those big ones. And we got an exact reading, and it was over Yasalev's ranges from 113 to 160, depending on which seat they had, but it was over the line. 
we had to put the D on everything because they were using the line, they didn't want to cash in between. And it was, it was thought by, by the borderline. So a lot of these, if you wonder what can go wrong, a lot of these things could, uh, could go wrong. So they're putting this milk in the spray dryer, and milk comes in the top, it lands as a powder, now you have powdered milk. The Chaznish says, there's no process over here that you couldn't do with chazan milk, horse milk, camel milk, any other milk. What you're doing is dehydrating it. There's nothing in nature that Hashem didn't fix it, the chazan milk can't be dehydrated. So it's all set. So why shouldn't the Gezerah be on this? And the Chaznish says it is. It's the same as for What's the chili? That's his position. What Rotsi Pesel Frank's position is going to be, a Metz Hashem will pick up uh, tomorrow night. Okay, good night, Avram.